This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is our number three of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, as, you know, before you know it, uh, we'll be heading to, to a football Friday, a wild card weekend, and then back uh, here with you uh, a Monday and ready for the game. Our pregame coverage will start at 4 o'clock Monday afternoon. Uh, with Brian Broaddus and Eric Chiafalo, officially your pregame host. I'm going to stick around for at least a while. And uh, joining us now from DallasCowboys.com to talk more about this matchup is our friend Kyle Yeomans. And a good afternoon, Kyle. How the heck are you? I'm fantastic. How are you guys? Doing great. How much of a failure of a season would this be if the Cowboys don't survive next uh, next Monday night? Uh, I think it would be a, a flat out disappointment i really do and the the re, the fact of the matter is is it's just a it would be a carryover from what happened against san francisco last year and that's the it's the exact same scenario except now you have to go on the road and if anything it's a little bit tougher uh up against the tom brady on the road and and a monday night atmosphere to get a win whereas last year it was a letdown at home and it was a game where you felt healthy this year, you're a little banged up. So I think if anything, it would just be a carryover of the frustration more than anything. Uh, But I I think Mike McCarthy said it well earlier in the week that this team, they're not harping on it. They're not living on it, that that loss to San Francisco last year, but they're going to learn from it. And they want to remember what the, and he called it a a sacred feeling Mm. of the loss and what that feels like, because it's, it's different when you have, such a disappointing result you don't want that to be repeated so i think uh i think that's really the biggest mindset is making sure that you learn from it but don't harp on it when you go up against tampa bay on monday night yeah that's interesting i remember mike when we got to oxnard they were talking about how they had replayed that and relived that and wanted the pain of that moment to provide the focus and the motivation that's an interesting storyline indeed kyle do you get the feeling that the disappointment could be big enough that at least some heads would roll if they don't win I think it depends on the scenario at hand and, and where really the, the front office uh, uh, thinks the, the value lies. Because the, the, real, the biggest question for me is, is who would you feel comfortable or more comfortable with leading your team into to, to 2023? Uh, is, it, is it outside of Mike McCarthy? Is it maybe Dan Quinn? Is it Kellen Moore? Are they going to be back in their respective roles? Or whenever one of those, ty- those guys maybe – go off and do whatever else. Of course, Kellen Moore getting interviews, Dan Quinn getting interviews for head coaching jobs in the NFL. If they leave, would that just open the door for opportunities across the board? I think that's really the biggest question more than anything. I don't think it's really heads rolling. If not, it's just a change of pace uh, around what would happen. But it also kind of depends on, on how things turn out on Monday as well. 
Kyle, we, we kicked this around earlier, but it, it is a bigger worry for you entering this game the depth at wide receiver, or is it the cornerback situation? Oh, for me, it's corner, for sure. Because you look at the weapons that Tampa Bay has, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, even Julio Jones, who hasn't put up massive numbers, can still turn into Julio Jones. He showed that in week one uh, at at and Stadium, the way that he's able to go up and get the football they're going to challenge guys like Nashawn Wright and Deron Bland, Trayvon Diggs even. They're going to try and stretch the field. Diggs has had a lot of success against Mike Evans in his games the last couple times around. Uh, but when you don't have any help either on the side or over the top, that's when things get, get scary on the edge for those guys. So I'm interested to see because Deron Bland, he had the chest injury last week, more of a coach's decision just to hold him out. Not necessarily a worry going into this week, but does he still play at 100%? Is he going to ma- be able to make a play when this cornerback room needs it the most? So I- I'm concerned at-, at wide receiver as well. It- but I-, I think on the offensive side of the football, I would even point the finger at offensive line. You need that offensive line to stand strong against the front seven from Tampa Bay. I actually think the secondary for Tampa is pretty susceptible in a couple different areas. And I think that's where – this wide receiving cord, yes, they need to step up and get some separation, but the corners are absolutely going to be tested more. So how many points do you feel like this is going to be a high-scoring game, or is this going to be like do the Cowboys just need to get 23 points and they can win the game? No, I think it's going to be a higher-scoring game. I think it's going to look a lot more like a, a Jacksonville or a, a second-time-around Philly game than the, the games you saw earlier in the year against Los Angeles or – against Cincinnati it's going to look more like the back half of the season did for the Cowboys where the offense is going to have to get up and score points because Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are going to get up and score points they're going to put some big plays on the board they're so efficient with the way that they check down the football and they 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 take the run game of Leonard Fournette and Rashad White out of the backfield and they don't necessarily hand it off to those guys but they use them as an extension of the run game with these screen passes to the outside big reason why Leonard Fournette has 73 receptions as a tailback and 25% of his rushing yards came against the Cowboys in week one when he had 127. That's a, that's a running back that's used as a wide receiver and used as an extension off of these screens rather than a traditional, traditional in-between-the-tackles run game. So I, I'm interested to see how Dallas can adjust and how Dan Quinn's defense can adjust because Tampa's going to score points but that offense for the Cowboys has to follow suit as well. Kyle, which is the the better for you, getting Biotish back at center or getting Leighton Vanderish back at linebacker? Both are huge, but I think the continuity up front with Tyler Biotish is far more valuable uh, moving into this game for Dak Prescott in the passing game. Maybe you get your run game going again that's averaging – 80 yards per game over the last three. You got to get Tony Pollard, who should be fully healthy 100% for the first time in a couple weeks. Uh, you've got Ezekiel Elliott, who hasn't done a whole lot these last few few games either. If you have Tyler Biotish and you're able to put Tyler Smith back into his spot, Connor McGovern back at the left guard spot, and then allow for Tyron Smith on the right tackle side to continue to to get better and to get more comfortable playing from that side of things as opposed to the left side, I think you're going to have more success. I think Leighton brings a lot to that defense because he can kind of direct traffic and he can set guys up. Damone Clark has been doing a lot of that communication over these last few weeks. Leighton Vanderesh just sees the game 
from a different perspective than Damone does. And Damone's done a nice job filling in, but I, I think Leighton Vander Esch getting a lot of snaps is big. But if you had to make me choose between the two, I think Biotish is a, a bigger addition heading into the week. Kyle Yeoman, DallasCowboys.com with us. Okay, uh, speaking of offensive line, uh, are we getting an eyeful of how important Terrence Steele is and, and how much of a big priority should he be to, to bring back long-term? Yeah, I think so, uh, because you saw the drop-off, Gavin, of what happened not only post-Terrence Steele initially and in, in when they went to, to Josh Ball, and that, that experiment didn't really work out great, but you also are now seeing what they're having to do to fill those holes. I mean, Tyron's not comfortable on the right-hand side, but just because he's Tyron Smith and he still has just this unworldly strength to his game, he's, he's able to make it work. But is he comfortable on the right side as opposed to the left side? Absolutely not. But would you rather Tyler Smith play a third position throughout the year? Not, not necessarily. You want Tyler to stick on that left-hand side, let Tyron try and make that uh, adjustment on the right side but Terrence Steele was a huge part of that offensive line, and I think he's being missed dearly over these last few games. Kyle, are you getting a sense that they have more confidence this week? McCarthy said that last week wasn't a good week of practice, and last year after the 49ers mm-hmm. game, that was in his postgame presser what he was talking about. This team just lacked some confidence. Is the vibe different this week, not only in practice, but also just compared to the lead-up to that 49ers game from a year ago? Yeah, I think this week specifically, going from Washington into the playoffs, it's, it's a reset button for everybody. Because, yeah, Washington did not go the way that you planned, but also there are bigger things on the mind of this Cowboys team. And they, they want to win this game, and they don't want another letdown. It kind of goes back to what I was talking about initially. By learning from that loss against San Francisco, they also learn how to prepare going into it. I had the chance today – to, to sit down with Demarcus Lawrence and to sit down with Jake Ferguson and both of those guys, they they had the the mindset. One is a vet, one is a rookie, that you have to take advantage of these moments because you never know what moment uh, is going to come next. You never know where you're going to take that next step uh, into the playoffs or have a shot like this where you do have a talented roster around you to to win these games. And Demarcus Lawrence spoke about it specifically, talking to. The, the, the type of mentality that these veterans are starting to instill upon the younger guys in the room because they have had guys like Damone Clark step up, Deron Bland step up, and then you get, you get these added additions of Jonathan Hankins and J- Jason Peters. Now you're, you're starting to mesh all of those things together. And if you're able to do that effectively and take advantage of the moment, this team feels like there's nobody that can beat them but you can't let that letdown happen again because the preparation has to be on, on point. It's got to be extra film study, extra reps, extra uh, intensity all the way throughout. Uh, and, and if you're able to take advantage of that, hopefully you go on the road to Monday night and nothing phases you uh, as much as it did maybe a year ago against San Francisco. That's a fun topic there, you know, with the kids understanding what the task is and the veterans trying yeah. to get it in their mind, you know, Speaking of that, though, and you never know when you'll get another shot, would you bet on them right now, Kyle, to make the playoffs again next year for a third year in a row? It's always tough with the NFC East uh, because you never know who's going to actually come out on that that side of things. There are so many contracts that are going to be up. I don't think it's to the point where 
You're talking about a window closing, but there's decisions to be made this offseason. Look in the backfield. Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott, even there's there's decisions to be made there. Uh, Dalton Schultz is still on the franchise tag. Do you bring him back or do you ride with some of the, your, your younger tight ends? Uh, then on the, the defensive side of the football, it's not coming to an end this year, but Trayvon Diggs is soon to be on the, the, the contract, the pay sheet. CeeDee Lamb will be on the pay sheet coming up soon. So I think it, it's always tough to look that far ahead. I would probably bet on them making the playoffs next year and then things get tougher down the line. But right now that's mostly based off the fact that they're in it this year. They've got another shot to make it happen. And even the young guys that you mentioned, the, the Jake Ferguson talking to me today said, you can feel the intensity in every second, every moment. You can see a twinkle in his eye because he's, he's excited for this chance. And, and this team kind of feels that way, whether you're a vet or whether you're a rookie as well. Kyle, uh, when you look at which Dak Prescott do you think you're going to see on Monday night? I think you're going to see a focused Dak, and I hope we see one, Brian, that takes care of the football uh, and doesn't throw it to the opposing team. That's really the biggest thing right now. I think outside of the turnovers, Dak, I mean, going into the final week of the regular season, I haven't looked at the exact number this week, but he actually had the highest completion percentage of his career. Uh, He was completing passes. He was putting up good numbers. The yards per game were right where you wanted it to be, to be successful. You just can't turn the football over. And and, and Dak knows that. He knows you're not supposed to complete it to a team wearing the opposite jersey. That's just not a part of the game. Uh, But I I think going into the playoffs, he's got a completely different mindset. And kind of how I talked about earlier, it being a reset button, it feels like there's a chance for that reset button to be hit for not only the team, but for Dak Prescott, who's had his struggles of holding on to the football. I certainly hope uh, we see a, uh, we see an improved Dak Prescott, but you also are going to see one that's going to take some shots maybe late in the game. If things get close, you just got to make sure they're the right shots to take. Cal Yeomans with us on 105.3 The Fan. Are you uh, getting a sense we're going to see a little bit of Xavier Rhodes on Monday night, or what's your take on that? Yeah, I think we will. I really do. And it goes back to the, the fact that that's, that cornerback room, the secondary, they are, uh, they're thin. They really are. And if Deron Bland, let's say he goes in there and he plays a couple snaps and he's not necessarily feeling great with the chest, which that's nothing on the board. That's nothing that I know. Just a hypothetical. I think he's good to go and he should be good to go. But if one of those guys goes down, would you rather throw a Kelvin Joseph out there who hasn't necessarily – shown you a whole lot. Trayvon Mullen, who's come off the, the, the streets this, this year, signed late in the season, didn't necessarily impress in, in his outing. Or would you rather put up a, at least a Rhodes who's seen everything, been around the sport, been at a high level, and though he hasn't played a ton, he's at least been active uh, this season with Buffalo on their practice squad, elevated up and down to the point where they just didn't have any more elevations and they didn't want to add him to the active roster. So then he was picked up by the Cowboys. I think I would rather try and see what Rhodes brings to the table more so than some of those other options that you've already seen front and center for this Cowboys team should something go down. But I I fully expect it to be Nashawn Wright, Deron Bland, Trayvon Diggs as your front line of defense in terms of that cornerback room. Are they practicing on the grass all week in preparation for the grass on Monday night? (laughs) Isn't that weird that that's turned into a topic that they're one and four on grass and eleven and eleven and one on turf? A big deal. I don't know if I've ever seen such a discrepancy that that 
at least has been brought up as much. Do you think it, pl- it plays a factor, guys? I'm, I'm asking the panel here. I mean, the defense, 25 takeaways and 42 sacks on turf, and there are yeah. eight takeaways and 12 sacks when not on turf. Uh, and One and a half sack for Micah, one sack for Tank. The, the, the numbers show that it does show a little bit of a discrepancy. I yeah. think they've built the no def- they've they've built, and they haven't done it offensively. They got very little speed offensively. And the, the little yeah. bit they do have in Turpin, they don't really care to use. But defensively, they've built it around speed. And so, of course, that it's going to be something that if you're just a quarter sl- step slower on grass than you are on turf, we built our whole defense on we're just going to be faster than everybody. And yeah. the, the the grass takes that away at least a little bit, again, and it's been o- enough. That O2 Bucks squad, right, That the the old Bucks team that was so good on defense was also built on speed. Mm-hmm. And they flew around and made plays on grass. Against teams that play with power, it it, it exacerbates the problem. I I think it multiplies it. And, you know, I think that's sort of their issue, you know, last week against Washington. Yeah, I agree. I think the the whole thought process around team speed, that was really the the conversation in the first offseason that Dan Quinn came in, right? You wanted to to upend the team speed that had been shown in 2020 when you were one of the bottom five defenses in the NFL, they go out and they get these guys that play fast, that play downhill, that, that run to the football, and they're able to cut and, and make these different moves. But then when you put them on grass and they can't get that same type of traction, that same kind of foothold, I can see how it makes a difference. But the, the numbers are so yeah, staggering not that much. from one way to the other. That's what's shocking about the whole thing. Yeah, I think that's a little sample size type of situation. You got a prediction? How, how confident are you, Kyle? Uh, man, confidence is, it, it, I feel like it wanes back and forth. Uh, one day I think Dallas wins it by a couple scores. The other one, I think they lose it by a couple scores. Good, for, good, good thing is, uh, today's a good day. Today was a good day. So I'm going to say Cowboys win it. Uh, and I'll, I'll put my, my score on there too. Cause it'll be on the website tomorrow, but I'm going to say 31, 17 hmm. Dallas Woo. wins it. They get back to what they were doing earlier in the year. Uh, now, are they going to make a deep playoff run? I'm not going to make that prediction right now, but I think they do get it against this Tampa Bay team that's been up and down in their own right over the last couple of weeks. Is, is Cal Yeomans a yes or no on the booty bread, by the way? No, oh, it's a yes. Every time – are you kidding me? I grew up in Waco. We we ate everything we could out of the uh, out of the cupboard before we, we were able to get a new new piece of bread, new loaf of bread back in there as well. Go kiss a ginger, Kyle. What was that? Go kiss a ginger. It's National Kiss a Ginger Day. Oh, well, my, okay. I could make, uh, no, probably not. Not going to do that one. He's got a fiance and she's not a ginger. I don't don't even know a ginger, if I'm being honest. (laughs) You discriminate against them. Wow. Since JGZ left, it's hard to find (laughs) one these days. Andy Dalton, any of those guys you hung out with, right? They've all vanished (laughs) a little bit. Those guys, he's down in New Orleans. I'd have to make a drive, but yeah, probably not going to happen. Oh, no, Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Just give him a nice little smooch on the cheek. Boom. Thanks, Kyle. Have a great weekend. Enjoy it over there in Tampa. We'll catch you up with you next time. It's Kyle Yeoman's DallasCowboys.com. Thank you, sir. It is, uh, it's, it's great to get those insights and perspective of Kyle Yeoman's DallasCowboys.com. Time now for Wooly Bully's Top 10 at 420. Where are we heading with that, sir? Oh, I love making Kyle feel awkward. Oh, it's the gift that keeps on giving. It is National Kiss of Ginger Day. I got the top most famous gingers of all time, the top 10, that is, and uh, maybe some NFL news for you next on The Fan. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation. We are sitting by for Tank Lawrence, by the way. The Demarcus Lawrence Show will start here before too long. Segment is brought to you by the Frankels. If you are hurt in an accident and it's not your fault, call the Frankels. 214-333-3333. Go online to truckwreck.com. That is truckwreck.com for the Frankels. Don't settle for less, man. Here is uh, Woolchuck, the Wooly Bully. Thank you very much, General. It's National Kiss a Ginger Day, which means you might get flooded with kisses, General. That's right, 25% ginger. That counts. Realize that uh, earlier today, yesterday, I was looking at uh, some old photos, and I was like, yeah, there he is, my dad. You know, got a little orange in his stash, a little orange in the hair. And I was like, that's where it came from. You named your wings after him, the orange magic. That's right. Yes. Absolutely delectable. Uh, we'll get into the, the... carpets match the drapes, Dawson? Uh, ooh. Yeah. About 25%. You know, I'm actually maybe 50% down there. Oh, yeah. that's my guy. Yeah. The other percent is salt and pepper. Well, yeah. Huh. What about you, Broadus? Is everything, is everything, is all the hair what on the you hell white? What are we doing now? Is all the hair, like if yeah, you grew no, your beard out, uh, would it be a super white beard or would there be some pepper I've never, in there? I've never, never grown a beard in my life. I mean, you I, I shave every day. Yeah. Well, every, the, every other day. Every other. Every other day. Yeah. Because. What about the chest hair? Is it all gray? All white? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. What's wrong with letting it go, Broadus? What, my beard? Yeah. I'd look like a catfish. How do you like, know? It'd be like some here and some here. No. That was my grandfather's nickname, by the way. Be catfish. respectful. Yeah. Because yeah. how his whiskers grew. Yeah. And he had catfish farms. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, good well he looked like his product was he was like selling. like one of those dog owners that looks like yeah, your dog? Yeah, he, he looks exactly like the product he was selling. is amazing. <laughs> 250-pound awesome. catfish walking around. <laughs> Get over here, catfish. Brian? Things will sting you. I, yeah, I, the crusty no, catfish. No, the crusty like catfish. Put a little cocktail sauce. On I tell you, I just, no, I just, because I've, I've been like on a like fishing before and and shaved like four or five days. 
comes and, in all patchy. Yeah, and it's just like Joe Dirt. It's just a bad look. I get it. It's like I've already got a bad look, but it, it, it's going to be even We work. should do a broadest playoff beard or something, man. We should get this thing started and let it rumble until we this head to the Super Bowl. This thing's one and done, man. What are you talking about? No, well, it doesn't have to be necessarily Cowboy I ain't going related. to the Super Bowl. You, you, you can start it now. No, before the Super Bowl, do you it, cut it. Do, no, it no. The, do it for the stars. Are you guys all, like, you're all disappointed you guys all lost your beards, right? Yes. yes. I want to see yours. I'm not growing a beard. I'd rather eat a fried egg. All right. Well, very quickly, uh, I've got some Which NFL. Which I absolutely hate. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, we're going to make you do that. Uh, NFL news for you. Former Stanford coach David Shaw is in the Broncos. Yep. My guy. Maybe the one less reason why Dan Quinn will go to Denver, because uh, that's another coach that they're interviewing there. So maybe they have less interest in Dan it's a great Quinn. coach, that Shaw. I, you know what? Uh, you look at his career record. The last few years, you know what the problem with Stanford is? They can't. He's smart. You can't get transfer portal guys and stuff like that. You, just, you can't grades don't transfer in. Yeah, you're not yeah. gonna like just oh hey Let's I'm see your transcripts. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave so and so to go. You know they they you can't, don't have a four son. Yeah, they can't. I mean their quarterback Zach and I've already looked at their quarterback there. He's not good. That guy was not good at all. And so you and you're sitting there and you're thinking. And he was the number one, <laughs> you know McKee right? Yeah, Tanner McKee. Tanner McKee. And he was the number one recruit in the country. Goes to Stanford to play quarterback there, and he's just awful. Yeah. And so, and it, that's the that's the problem that that's the problem that Dave Shaw and them guys are dealing with right now. You looking at the text, Walt? Chuck? Oh yeah, I'm looking at the. What's text. wrong? Is there any truth to this, Brian? Nine seven two. Brian was raised by the generation of if you have a beard, you're hiding something. Is there anything to that? Like you feel like you'll be a little bit shifty or shady if you grow no, a beard? No, no, no. Okay. I just, no, I've never, I, honestly, folks, if you want me to try, I will. I mean, I'll, I'll give it there a minute. There you go. The people. Heck yeah, I man. love that. Be an American. Yeah, we'll see. Also, keep in mind, this is the first week where we got the new postseason overtime rules. So both teams, if we go to overtime, they're both going to have a chance to touch that ball, hit the ball, and be on the lookout. Best opportunity is if you win the toss, you're probably going to say, all right, we want to kick. Because then you know exactly what you're going to have to do. Yeah, do I just need a field rules, goal? Yes. It's the complete opposite of what it used to be. There were 10 previous overtime games with the previous rules, and teams were 10-2 and two when they elected to receive. Well, now they're most likely going to go the opposite way with it. So yeah. that'll be fun. Hopefully we get an overtime game. Yeah, and, and thankfully the coin flip's not deciding the winner by a factor of 5-1 to one anymore. No question. And yeah. then Brock Purdy, Brian Broaddus' guy. My guy. Man, he's having so much fun undefeated in the NFL. He's saying this is easier uh, than it was in college, man. He said that? He said, comparing the NFL to the Big 12, (laughs) quote, in a sense, I feel like the games are a little different, but I feel like right now it's like, man, I've got so many playmakers around me. I feel like I don't have all the weight of the world on my shoulders to make something up or plays. It's like, man, Kyle calls a great game plan. I've just got to go through my progressions, through checkdowns to guys like Debo and Christian, and then they make guys miss. So for me, it's nice. I've just got to distribute it to guys, and they come up with all the yards and stuff, which is fun to watch. But college, I feel like sometimes I had to make things up and felt I had a little bit more pressure. I was hoping he was going to say Big 12 defenses are more challenging than these NFL ones I'm seeing every Sunday. I kind of feel like that I was thinking that I was listening to Stetson Bennett talk there about the Big 12. He said in some ways (laughs) playing in in the Big 12 was harder than playing in the big time. 
Well, he's got it, it, it. I get what he's saying. Like when I saw the headline, I was like, "Oh, geez, here we go." When he explains it, it makes but sense. But when you hear it, it's like, all I got to do is just throw it a couple yards to McCaffrey, Kittle, Ayuk. Everything takes care of itself. Kyle go Shanahan's through all my progressions. Yeah. Make a yeah. sandwich back here. Yeah, you know, I got a. I don't know what it is about the NFL. I just got all the time in the world here to make a decision. These great weapons, my play caller, just like makes things easy on me and everybody else. This is just this is just kind of crazy, man. All right. It happens when you step in. I mean, and they're scoring 10 more points per game than they were with Garoppolo. Right. All right That's let's, crazy. Let's slide into this top 10 real quick here. We got the top 10 most famous redheads currently. Um, number 10 is Chuck Norris. Oh, dude. He was, I thought, really? Yeah. He wouldn't, I, he, I thought he was going to be a number one no bra- Walker, Texas Ranger? Chuck Norris, baby. Well, he's I, a ginger? I think he's a ginger, baby. He is. And I, and I Chuck think, I think maybe it's just because some, some of that's faded a little bit. Maybe some of the younger audience, not as familiar. He's, still he's Tom Brady, where he's still in the conversation, but there's a couple of Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen's floating around Absolutely. Now. Like, okay. we got a lot of people giving love to Lucille Ball. Oh, oh she's great. And trust me, Lucy. Lucille Ball. But she's, she's in black and white. But, yeah, I a don't think she's not going to make, like, a current updated top ten list. But she deserves, like, Ron Howard. But all time? Great. Great. What no about question. the mom? What about Kitty Cat from uh, from oh, Wedding Crashers? Kitty, Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour Hell Hoffman. Yes. Isla Fisher, who's also in that movie. She plays the daughter. Whoops. Was Chuck Norris in any actual good movies? It's a great question. I don't know. Uh, he was in. He did some combo platters, I think, with uh, not with uh, with uh, Bruce Lee. Didn't he? Didn't well, he combo? Maybe he did. I, I think he know. did. A, he did a combo movie with Bruce, which was. Super bad. Force Walker, of one. Texas Ranger was sick. Oh, I love. Yeah, the that show, show was awesome. But maybe he, maybe he's more of a TV guy. Don't, m- the missing in actions in the '80s were amazing. Oh, you so know, good. dude, that round uh, Chuck Norris roundhouse. I just, I just don't know if I if that's my youth remembering it as amazing. Or I thought he was like a prisoner of war in one of those things. Yeah, one he time. Been, yeah. Missing in action. Missing in action three. Yeah. Number we nine, we've got Adele. Oh yeah, and how about her, man? Bringing Adele? it strong over the last couple of years. Her, her, like that breakup. Turned her oh, yeah. into it's kind of like, kind of like Walchuk a little bit, man. I mean, you break up with the girlfriend. Oh, next thing you know, you yeah. just like you become a different person. The and confidence it, is through the roof. Adele likes to dye her hair color to hide the red, but she was born a ginger. Yeah, oh, we I can see it now. Yeah, in her older pictures. Number eight, we've got Conan O'Brien. I believe that. Yeah, no question. Chucks should be ahead of Conan. Number seven is Brendan Gleeson. I don't even know who that is. Braveheart. Oh. I still don't know. Braveheart. Uh, oh, okay, there he is, older gentleman. He was in. He was in the Harry Potters, I believe. He was in the Harry Potters. He's that as old well. bloke. He's a fantastic oh, actor. Wow. He's been old Chuck good... not giving us any hints. Just kind of sitting there like, oh, you idiots. Bra- well, Chuck Norris. Is I know way you better guys than him, don't though. watch Harry Potter, so I wouldn't not even at say all. that. Not at all. But Braveheart, if you haven't seen, what the hell are you doing with your life? Uh, I've seen it a little bit. Number six, Maybe. Emma Stone. Emma yeah. Stone. For sure. For sure. For sure. Number five, we have Rupert Grint, who did play Ron Weasley in the Harry Potter films. What's up with that? Ginger as hell. Yeah. Well, most people love them. They're British. You know. Are we going to get Reba? A lot of gingers over Are we going to get Reba up in here? Reba does deserve to be on here. I watched Little Rascals uh, for the first time in a long time the other day with my kids, and I forgot that she was the badass driver they were hoping hoping to see. Remember the whole the whole uh, movie? They're like, we can't wait to meet this famous driver, and they think it's a guy the whole time because they're the He Man woman haters. And then after the the car race, the the guy that they were hoping to see in the legendary race car driver is it's actually Reba. Reba, and she plant talk about kissing a ginger. She plants he, one. he plants two on us. Uh, she plants on two the, on gotta, Spanky. Got to even it out. Is this like this? Isn't like 
back in the day, Little Rascals. No, this was nineties. Yeah. Oh, oh. I watched Back in the Day, Little Rascals. I didn't know there was a Back yeah, in the Day. Back in the Day, Little Rascals yeah, was just was Little Rascals. Yeah. Yeah. Ours was a remake. Yeah. There's a Back in the Day. There was a way back in the day. I swear I did not know that, bro. Such a. It should be called Little Rascals too. Then. No. No. Um, I bet you it was awful. You uncultured swine. It was, don't, don't give me that 90s face. Little Rascals being described as awful. It was a poor awful. take. It, it was, was awful. very good. Are you kidding me? Still holds okay. up. Saw it the other they day. They have a kitty litter sandwich in there. It's a great prank. Oh, yum, yum. Well, it's, it's not supposed to be. Yeah. Number four. Um, Terrible choice of a show. We happen to have Maybe. Lindsay Maybe. Lohan. <laughs> oh, dude, Lindsay, isn't she making a comeback? She's making a comeback now in OG, OG Mean Girls. Oh. Shout out oh, to Lindsay. Oh, dude, OG Mean Girls. Would you have liked to have partied with her? Yeah, <laughs> in, in her prime? Yes, absolutely, I would have. I would have been yeah. dead by the morning, I'm good. You think so? Dude, yeah. Parent Trap was a badass movie, too. I also, uh, Queen Elizabeth the first gets an honorable mention as well. Talk with, about all-time great. What about Prince Harry? Redheads. We'll Harry, Prince yeah. Harry. He's, right. he's you shut it, your damn mouth. This is my He's time. making a Sorry lot. He's making the tour. up there. He's got a book called The Spare. I think it's a great Does title he? for a book. <laughs> I saw some uh, some excerpts describing uh, like a, a chapstick thing that he had to put on himself that reminded of his mom. It was a weird, it's a it. weird one, dude. I keep forgetting to put chapstick on. I need to. My lips are getting dry. Lucius, did you have any redheads you wanted to shout out before I get to the top three? Uh, my father. That's probably about it. My father. Yeah. Fat her. <laughs> fat her. <laughs> my fat her. Yeah, my dad. They called him Red. Red. Yeah. Number three, we got Damal Gleason, who was recently in uh, the new Star Wars. He's oh. also an actor. Sure. Number two is Ed Sheeran. Oh. Oh, he's in love with the shape of you, right? Sure is. Is number one going to be Donna? No. From that 70s show? Gosh. Oh, I don't even know what her, her so name overrated. is. But Remember when they called her Hot Donna for a yeah. long time? Hot Donna? Like, no, she, she, what was, was she, like, seven foot tall? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we, we so we can height shame, but we can't fat shame. She I just, was, I'm just she keeping was really tallies. tall. Yeah. Well, you you overdo it though. Like if you sprinkle it in every once in a while, yours is like six per show. It's an it's abuse. Have I had one this show? I, I think, think so. I think no. You open it up with Kyle Lowry. You called him bloated. No, I called his contract bloated, and your mind immediately went to his body. I think you called him bloated. Nope, that is all of you projecting on me because you all have a problem. Okay. What? Yes. Us? Number one. <laughs> you're, you're guilty by association, though. How did I get? Yeah. You've been hanging out the word. You've I... been hanging out with Eric too much, yeah. Brian and Bobby. Number one, Scarjo, is indeed Prince Harry. <gasps> Congratulations to all the gingers out there! It is your day. Go out there, get your have kisses. a Guinness, eat some Lucky Charms, fight for Scotland. You know, do whatever. <laughs> yeah, is yeah. Scarlett Johansson ginger? Yes, bro. Absolutely. Ever seen Home Alone three? Oh yeah, Come when on. she's really young. I still look like brunette to me, but maybe oh. ginger for Shout sure. Shout out bro. to Scarjo. What kind she, of list? Nicole is this? Kidman, of course. Isla Fisher. Yeah. Lots of good there's ones lot of, coming in. A lot of sexy on, on the text. Yeah. Okay, I do believe it's time for the Tank Lawrence Show. Demarcus Lawrence will join you when we return right here on your home of the Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thank you, Lucius. We are standing by for Demarcus Lawrence. Tank is going to be sitting down here with you for the Cowboys Premier Player Show in just a moment. Amongst the storylines out there in the world of sports, Mavs are going to visit the Lakers tonight. LeBron the All-Star Game voting leader, very popular, nearing the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar all-time scoring mark. That's a mark I wondered if it would ever uh, get passed, but players are playing longer now and their usages are up, scoring is up, and LeBron pretty much stayed healthy for uh, uh, two decades and pretty much led the league in scoring for that whole time. So he's about to do it. Congrats to LeBron James. Uh, Dodgers are, in fact, releasing Trevor Bauer and are going to just pay him $21 million to leave. He is the most unlikable person, I believe, in all of sport. I I don't believe there's anybody less likable than Trevor Bauer. And now it's like, man, we know you can be a Cy Young pitcher, but we really need you to leave. And apparently, you know, what he does, the way he is, is just uh, so offensive to everybody involved. Huntley is back throwing for the Ravens, but Lamar Jackson is still out. There was a wave of reports today as well that says the inflammation in his knee is is still significant and has nothing to do with his contract. Yeah, that's what he actually just tweeted out a few minutes ago, uh, like two minutes ago. He says, thanks to everyone for the support. Just want to let you know uh, I'm still recovering. PCL grade two sprain, borderline of a strain three, and there's still inflammation surrounding my knee and my knee remains unstable. So he basically said, like, sorry, but I'm not 100%. I'm not going to be able to play. Yeah, that's tough. So another year uh, with not much success in the playoffs for the Ravens, that would be uh, absolutely shocking if they can uh, put something together, and that's got to be a, bit, a big disappointment for him and their fans. And, you know, we'll we'll have to see how, you know, they decide to treat that in the offseason. But a lot of people now feel like maybe he's going to be on the move, you know, and with quarterback needy teams around the league, I'm sure there's several of them that would be happy to pay, although they'll probably go franchise tag for a year, don't you think? buy themselves some time uh, I think Vegas would have the odds set there but I, I'm I'm kind of thinking I think this could be an offseason of uh, more quarterback movement and this this is going to be a guy that teams are still going to be interested in in giving up compensation for teams desperate for quarterbacks I think Balt I, I I would guess that Lamar Jackson's not a Raven 469 says Nick Sirianni is actually more unlikable um, and maybe maybe for you no, personally that's pretty fair but the the I people, don't like him, but he hasn't done anything like Trevor Bauer's done. Yeah, the the people on Trevor Bauer's team hate him. Yeah, like we just hate Nick Sirianni because he's won some big games and acted like a complete douche. But everybody inside the organization's like, yeah, Nick's our guy. Could what? you imagine like winning twenty games for a team and them saying, I hate this guy. Please get him off the team. What did he? He get suspended for being a bad guy or sex? He got suspended for the uh, the sexual act. Yeah. But he's got a he's got a track record. If you go through, so nobody yeah. nobody nobody likes this guy, huh? Like nobody. We, we, he had to leave the Reds for the same reason. Like it, it, even if he was like, it, we just brought him in to pitch like once a week, kind of a thing. And like he I'm with go, it, Brian. I'm with it. You know, I, I I'll have him n- not do anything or talk to anybody. I'm yeah. going to send a car to get him. Yeah. And about 30 minutes before the game starts, that car's going to pull up. He's going to walk in and go out to the mound. Right. I I would make that sort of agreement. I, I would do a helicopter, just fly him and drop him right there and then I let like him walk that. to the mound from the helicopter. Yeah. See if we can yeah. get some parachuting yeah. uh, going Anything, on. just open up the roof and that dirty roof you don't like. You yeah. Know? yeah. So, so, so Trevor Bauer, if you missed the story like two years ago, 
you know, he he got accused of some stuff and he got suspended through Major League Baseball. It is time now for the Demarcus Lawrence show here on 1053 The Fan every Thursday. About this time Tank joins us and a good afternoon to you sir. How you doing? All is well. How we doing? Doing great. Uh how's practice going? Oh, it's going great, man. Um I feel like we're preparing at a championship level and you know, ready to take it to the next level. Yeah, that's all. That's great to hear. What changes for you getting ready for the playoffs? Is the energy different in a week like this? Oh yeah, um, I feel like the air is thinner. You know, in in a week like this, um, you know, emotions are high, um, but you know, you still have to wait. Um, you know, use your days of preparation uh, to the fullest, and um, you know, be prepared for Monday, and you know, let the chips lay where they lay at at the end of the day. I love that. I was listening to uh, Darren Woodson last night, and, and he, he was talking on our station, and, and he was talking about like the playoffs, and, and you've been around here and experienced some of these games and some of these defeats, and, and some of the other veteran guys, like, this is your time. And it was giving me goosebumps just listening mm-hmm. to him. Are, are you getting that feeling as well, like th- this is your time to kind of step up and kind of impose your will, have a big standout game? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, you know, football ain't forever, and, you know, um, I, I understand, you know, I can't count my blessings. I don't never know when I might get another opportunity. So, you know, I'm swinging for the fences, um, making sure I'm preparing on all levels and, you know, making sure I can do anything to help my team win this game. How different do you view this Bucks offense now than you did heading into that first matchup? Uh, I don't view them no different. Um, you know, I still feel like, you know, um, they have weapons on their offense. Um, you know, Tom Brady not to use the weapons around him. He not to read defense pretty good. So, I um, feel no different about them. Um, you know, just understand that we have to go out there and play our game to the uh, best of our abilities and, you know, making sure we, you know, stepping up to be a championship defense. Hey, Tank, we had uh, Demarcus Lawrence on yesterday, and he was talking about rushing the passer. Demarcus, where? DeMarcus where? Lawrence where? I mean, today. sorry, Demarcus <laughs> where? <laughs> I knew right. I was going to mess that up. I just lost lunch. I have to buy lunch for everybody. But, yeah, we had we had <laughs> where on yesterday. And glad to have you on today, by the way. But we asked him about rushing the passer on grass and turf. It seems to be everybody's making kind of a big deal about that. And for a guy like yourself that, that plays so well on both surfaces – is there is there a difference for you when you're playing on the grass as a, as far as a rusher or uh, playing on the natural turf? Oh yeah, um, you know, for a rusher, you want to jump out your stance, um, you know, get a first good two steps. I mean, on grass, you you never know, like you know, if you might gonna slip on it that day or you know whatever. Turf is more stable, um, but you know, I feel like um, turf is worse for your knees though. So. Sure. I mean, you know, um, you know, it's good and bad in every situation, man. It is Demarcus Lawrence here with you on <laughs> on one oh five three the fan tank. I saw a stat today. You led the team in splash plays. So uh congrats on that. One more than Micah. You're still at the top of your game here and taking on challenges from the young Lions. How's that make you feel? Oh man, um uh, I just feel like it's just a part of my game now. Um part of, you know, who I am, um, you know, what I try to do to, you know, help us get to the next level and you know going to continue to do have you okay uh, have you thought about how long you'd like to play uh no i mean just gonna you know continue to count my blessings and uh you know keep moving along (laughs) okay that's a good idea demarcus lawrence here 105.3 the fan are you thinking the defense is gonna have to lead the way maybe like you guys did earlier in the season holding teams under 20 into just one touchdown for a while hey um i feel like it Defense win championships, so 
we're going to, you know, have to hold ourselves to a higher standard if we want to, you know, walk off with a Super Bowl. Hey, DeMarcus, you know, I know we're going into the playoffs right now and stuff, but this is the time when coaches get mentioned for other jobs. How's uh, how's Dan been with you guys? Has it been just business as usual or do you detect, any, detect anything different or is it uh, how you how you reading that room right now? Yeah, um, I don't feel like the energy is different at all. Um, I feel like this situation that we're in is huge for all of us coaches and players. Um, and, you know, um, I feel like Dan um, also respects the work that we put in day in and day out. So uh, he's not going to take it for granted either. So how is the energy with your young guys, uh, Tank? Do they understand the task at hand and the the urgency you guys need to have? Oh, yeah, man. Um, just feel like our young guys don't grown over um, the course of this season. Um, you know, and um, now, you know, having them at this point, I feel like, you know, seeing like the older guys' focus and um, intensity um, and, you know, being able for them to witness it, it uh, boosts them, you know, to go harder. So I feel like we're in the right position Um you know, with our young guys um, and, you know, making sure they, they're comfortable and they have faith in what we're doing out there. As a rusher, how much of a pain is it dealing with Tom Brady who gets the ball out as fast as he does? I think it's 2.3 seconds in which he averages mm-hmm. uh, a, a release. I mean, do you have to change anything or, or, or what's the preparation like for you dealing with that? Yeah, um, you know, I mean, it can get, you know, a little frustrating for a rusher, but um, – I mean, that's the part of the game. Um, you know, that's what he, that's what he's trying to do, make you frustrated so you'll stop rushing. Um, so I believe you, you know, got to continue your rush. Um, and, you know, one time, you know, he might pull it down. <laughs> hey, and DeMarcus, I, I was watching a clip. You you get the, the, the tables turned on you. You get to do a little interviewing. Uh, I saw you and uh, – and Michael Gallup, you were doing a thing for Wingstop, I believe, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So you were asking questions. How did that feel for you? you know, we on our end of it here, you know, we mess up your name and all that stuff. I ask you know crazy questions and stuff. How was that the interviewing part for you? It was a, it was a kind of a neat little thing you guys were doing. Oh, that's love, man. Um, you know, uh, me and my boys actually joke about joke about it. Um, they call me One Take Tank. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, I'm uh-huh. taking all right. Man, you know, so. Natural. Yeah. So are you are you looking for a future in media then, maybe as a reporter or a, a copy reader? I don't know, man. Um, you know, listening to my my voice on you know little podcast and stuff, I actually got a good voice. So yeah, you know, <laughs> humble too. That's our guy. I like the way you had the like you had the questions in your hand like cards. You know, you're like, okay, let me take this card and that card yeah. and stuff like that. But what was okay? He he didn't look like he liked the wings. Were they too spicy for him? What was going um, on with that? You were like, bro, what are you doing? You're like not liking the wings over there? What's yeah, going? I don't think it was the spice level. I think like once the wings sit on you for a couple of seconds, like, yeah. you know, everything just starts burning. So, you know, <laughs> I think like start asking them a couple of hard questions and the wings just sat on them and boom, you know. <laughs> are we going drums or flats here, Tank? Um, We're going flats. In going what, flats, okay. Look, like, look extra crispy. Yes. Oh, I like that. Yeah, what, what is your go-to flavor? Uh, some days I go lemon pepper. Some days I go like uh, garlic parmesan or uh, Louisiana rub. Yeah, yeah, bro, we see eye to eye for sure. That ranch is unmatched at Wingstop as well. Indeed. We can co-sign that. Now, I I do need to read you back a little quote that that you mentioned uh, in regards to the booty bread. That was a big topic of conversation the at the start. Uh, the booty bread uh, when it comes to the loaves of bread and and the all the players were asked about it and I believe your line was uh, quote that's trifling as hell right there. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember what? 
that moment was like, and could you could provide maybe any context to the booty bread? Where did y'all catch this at? Uh, DallasCowboys.com. Yeah. They got cameras wow. rolling, I guess. They all got the time. cameras everywhere. That's crazy. They do, man. man that's trifling as hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tank, listen, oh, yeah. uh, best of luck. I mean, uh, it's been great with you so far this season, but let's get this dub and have another chat next week. What do you say about that? Absolutely, man. Looking forward to it. Right on. Give him help. We'll be pulling for you. There he goes. Demarcus Lawrence here on 105.3 The Fan. Yeah, next week, 445. Let's talk about getting after the, the Eagles or the Niners or or, or maybe somebody else entirely. Brian, Tolos want to know how the sun's not bothering your eyes. I'm just trying to look straight ahead. That's all I'm trying to you do. You don't notice it getting in your eyes at all as it no, shoots through those it looks, blinds? No, it's, it's like it, you're playing at AT&T out there right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. I just, <laughs> if, I, if, I, if you can, you can, out of the corner of my eye, I can see it, but I just try and focus straight ahead. Yeah, okay. it's, it's kind of a, it's it's okay. Thanks for the concern. Though. Stephen A. Smith tomorrow at 820 with Sean and RJ, by the way. They, they've they been talking about the fan a lot, Stephen A. and those guys at, at ESPN, and, and, and Sean's going to question him about that and get, get his thoughts on, on where the Cowboys go from here. That's tomorrow at 820, Stephen A., with uh, Sean, RJ, and Bobby. How the Cowboys find themselves in the exact spot they were in last season? Eric Chiafala will walk you through that when we return right here. It's the Nation and the Fam. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.